in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to Arthadian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to a Reborn in Power series featuring two of Evemore's chosen. One of the dusk, and one of the dawn. And the most climactic clash the Core Realms has ever seen. Follow along as we dive into the conflict that curses the realm of Evemore and her children. Drifting off through this dark void, you, Siron, begin to feel this encroaching sensation engulf your subconscious. A buzz that lingers until it turns into an unknown voice. Siron, wake up. You are not ready to be extinguished. You are greater than them all. Evemore chose you, didn't she? The buzzing vanishes, along with the voice. As suddenly the void expanse begins to collapse in towards you, as all you hear is your heart beating. force within you expands out as you witness the same female figure appear before you. She looks serious, as if ready to strike you, but you get the sensation that it is a motherly kind of scolding. She steps towards you and motions for you to kneel. I immediately kneel. As you kneel, you hear her slam her foot right near your head, causing a ripple effect to climb up your body. There's no mistaking it. 
This, this is Evemore. She speaks. Siron, Archon of all Vedicon, one who holds dominion over the void. You cannot fail me now. Your rule is of vital importance, for without you, the future of these realms will not know of my love. My love for them and the expanse of our societies. If you have any faith left in me, rise now so your people can know who I've chosen. A sudden burst of energy ignites in your chest. What do you say? You chose me. I shall see this through. Roll me a discipline will check. Gonna use disciples will. Go ahead. First roll, first roll, here we go. Let's see if you're reborn. A sudden burst of knowledge erupts in your mind that you are not ready for. Images, voices, locations, all stemming from beyond Evemore. You get the sensation that in order to understand it, you must dive deeper. These images show yourself standing before great figureheads within the co- these core realms. Being seen as a force that is not only feared, but respected. And then you feel a connection to that of the Red Lands. The Sakite. That connection can only be deepened But in order to do so, you feel like you must give up a part of yourself to the will of Evemore. Will you do so? It is the will of Evemore, therefore I shall do so. Okay. Are you sure? Well, it's what Evemore desires, right? You feel, I mean, you have a choice right now, whether or not... You want to give up a part of yourself to Evemore, or not? My character is a theologian. Okay. I need to do it. Okay. Here we go. (sighs) A sudden shift in your mind begins to bring you to an encounter with an individual that stands in your way. An individual who Regulus seems to have warned you about. A rival. A powerful one at that. If you cannot defeat him, your existence, uh, your death, is sure to come within the next half a century. He does not know of your existence, but you do know of his. You've planned for decades. And you know that he is a chosen on the other side of Evemore. 
in the dawn of her existence. He is a prime that chose Evemore over his own realm. Your vision ends as you feel your chest aching and you look around to see an alien vessel that your men have commandeered. Commander Vitan, the Archon, he is waking up. You hear the voice of the spec ops. And then watch as a commander comes over from a computer system. Good. You had us worried there, Archon. We thought Evemore was going to take you from us. No, she has made me much stronger now. How, how are you feeling? Can you stand? I believe so. You kind of get up, sitting up in your bed. Uh, You look around. This is the alien spacecraft. Um, And it's oddly very quiet in here. There's no humming, no vibrations. The spec ops looks over. Well, uh, you've been out for about two and a half hours. We were able to get you up to this ship, the one that you pointed out. And um, also, we're able to contact the Mother Kine. Apparently, they haven't been able to reach Arch Commander. Thank you. Thank you. All of you. And they... Stand there, and they salute you. And the commander says, What's your command, Archon? We're going to go get in contact with Arch Commander Vorman, and we're going to head back out. I don't know if we're going to be able to get into contact with them from here. We're going to have to get close to that eighth uh, asteroid in the field. Then let's go. Okay. You see the spec ops begins to work on this ship to try and pilot it. You know, an alien vessel that he's never piloted before. Sounds very reassuring. Yeah. Uh, He's like, Commander, can you come over here? And then the commander goes over and sits in to the co-pilot's chair and then begins to work on a few... of the uh, computer systems. What do you do? I'm going to just, I'm just going to like sit by and let them do their thing. Okay. Yeah. And or just like taking my surroundings, make sure I'm just feeling all right in the meantime. You hear a, and then you see uh, the spec ops goes over and starts to mess with the controls. And he's like, ah, it seems like there is some kind of interference. Like we have, have to like get through. I'll take a look at it, and then I'm gonna walk up and I want to roll a computer's check. Okay, go ahead and roll. Crit twenty-eight. Okay, are we going back to how Siron used to be? <laughs> <laughs> Bring back that quickly. <laughs> One bad session, how to get it out of the way. Yeah, um, definitely. So, um, 
28, you said? You yeah. go, go in and you go to look at it. And as you look at it, that light, that purple hue that comes from your faith in Eve more. You see it <laughs> kind of shine upon all the controls. You look down and you begin to just t- turn a few knobs and press a few buttons. And then suddenly the stops. And then you see the ship and the commander and the spec ops both look at you. And they're just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Archon. Of course. Got her up and running. And then you see he goes, uh, the, the spec ops begins to fly the ship over. It begins to glide through the emptiness of space toward the eighth asteroid in this field. Do you want to do any role-playing with your men? The commander actually looks over at you and he's like, Archon, uh, if I may ask, did you see Evemore? I did. Did she tell you anything? She gave me reassurance. She has made me stronger. And now, I believe we can win, but there is one that stands in my way. Who? A prime. Prime. One on the other side of Evemore. A. It's a type of species. I'll explain later, but... The spec ops goes over is like, I believe I know what the prime are there. They are some kind of evolution of creature, intelligent creature. There seems to be a lot of them out there, so... uh, Eve Moore will reveal more to me once I get closer. But once this one perishes, Eve Moore will thrive forever. So... There is a new goal ahead of us. There is. The ship continues drifting through the vacuum of space. It takes about 40 minutes or so to get over. They're not using any kind of like greater drive mechanism inside this ship because, well, they're not too familiar with the ship so they don't want to end up you know just ramming straight through one of these asteroids um but you guys get there nonetheless once you kind of get near the asteroid you see the spec ops begins to pull up the scanners on this ship 
critting. Um, and he's like, all right, I found the, the base. It seems like there is some kind of um, communication between the ship and the actual base. Uh, I I have some... There's some kind of language that I need to s- decipher. Give, give me a moment. He takes about five minutes or so as you guys are orbiting around it. All right. It seems that these creatures are... They are... They're known as Carverians. They're... Pirates. Uh, they... Oh, and they have... They know how to plan very well how to take over starships. Like... Like the mother kind. What do you... What do you suggest, Archon? Study these plans. begins to study them. It's like, do you... And the commander looks over. He's like, do you want us to go down to try to see if we can disable whatever... Um, whatever mechanism is causing our... our communications to go awry? Yes. Once we can do... Once we can establish communications with Arch Commander Vorman, we'll be in a proper place. You disabling that will be a top priority. All right. I, I might need some help. Would you accompany me? Of course. Okay, and he goes over, and, he, and he's like, "Your your environmental pack should should keep you safe for the next four hours out, outside of the outside in space." But maneuvering is going to be quite difficult. We don't have any jetpacks to utilize, so yeah. As long as I don't drift off, we'll be good. All right, Spec Ops. Open up the, the door. You see. He's like, yes, commander. And then he, go, he goes, <laughs> and you see the door begins to open up. And you see the emptiness of space. And a shield that seems to be stopping it from coming in here, causing the atmosphere to go out. And the commander looks over like, now, take us lower. Close enough to where we won't be detected. But, but you know, yeah, just just take us, just take us lower. And you see, he he looks down. He's like, oh. he seems like he's afraid of heights, even though this is like, you know, it's in space. <laughs> Picked the wrong job. <laughs> it's like I didn't think that I would be doing this. I would be, you know, inside a spacecraft giving orders, not going out and doing things like this. There's so much we can't prepare for. I didn't think I'd be where I am today. Hmm. All right, let's go. And you see one small leap for the Reticon. <laughs> oh, he, he, he crits and he jumps out. And you see he just floats going down. What do you do? It's my turn. So. All right. Go ahead and roll me an acrobatics check, please. 
son of a. Yeah, sorry, but this is space. <laughs> this is, I know, you I have know. to maneuver correctly. This is this is not like about strength. This is about trying to maneuver. My lowest stat, and there's zero rank nor talent. <laughs> this is probably like the worst roll I could potentially get in the entire thing. And I crit. And you crit. <laughs> <laughs> I crit twice in a row, and so did you. Yeah, is it? Well, I mean, not twice in a row. Oh well, close enough. But, for for me, crit. there's been five. There's been five rolls, and four of them have been crits. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's good. That's good. Um, so yeah, you able you're able to jump out. It it's weird jumping out into space because there is no gravity, so you have to really maneuver yourself. So what you do is kind of like it's almost like you're diving into a pool. And as you're, as you're, but you're diving straight down. You drive, you dive straight down, and you push off with your feet from the ledge of, of the spacecraft. And as you do so, you feel yourself begin to plummet. It is quiet as you go down, and then you hear, Archon, can you hear me? Yes, Commander. All right. We're about five kilometers out. You see, you got, you're still going down. It feels like it's not not going as fast that like that fast, but um, you're you're picking up momentum and and it's not stopping. Um, it's like all right, when we get down, like around a hundred feet or so, you're going to need to. Try and use your use anything on on your person to to change direction, change course. You know, you know, uh, momentum and all that stuff. And, and so you see him kind of go into his go into his his pack and then pulls out a um, a tech blaster. And he's like, "All right, get ready." And you see he. Pull, he shoot. He aims it straight at the asteroid, and then multiple fires off. Let's see if he can change. Okay, you see he's beginning to slow down. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm going to search inside my backpack. Okay, what do you have? No. Ranged weapons of any kind. <laughs> so this is not looking good. You're going to have to throw some things off of you. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, let me just read what I have here. Like, use momentum to throw right. things off. Um, let's see. Actually, hmm. no, no, never mind. Sorry, I had an idea, but then I realized that was a very bad idea. Grenades or something? <laughs> oh wait, wait! I have sonic calves. So could, oh yeah, you could. Can I use that to like give myself momentum and push me back? Uh, yeah, but you're gonna need to roll an acrobatics check to try to flip around in the middle of falling through this. Okay, I'll try it out. And here we go. Oh, that's that's a, that's a seven. There, there, there it is. At least it wasn't a nat one. Okay. So, 
as you as you're 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 going and you 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 feel yourself kind of just picking up speed and then you you activate your sonic calves to try to flip around as you do so you kind of you actually do flip around and as you, as you're kind of flipping around you uh roll me one more roll me an athletics check sorry what check athletics oh check. athletics yeah you're welcome <laughs> I crit in 28. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, as you do so, you you try to, like, you kind of halt yourself, get stiff, and you feel it was wanting to f- start spinning you, just spinning you, like, with the sonic calves, but you're able to stop yourself from spinning, and you're you're holding yourself there as you're now going, like, falling upside down, like, on your butt kind of thing. Um, is there anything else you want to try to do as to, to stop yourself? Do I even feel like there's anything more I need to do to really stop myself right now? I roll a strategy check. Keep going, keep going. You're, you're going. One below a crit. Okay. So that is a 27. 27, yeah. Uh, maybe you can use a a rune to use the just like just like you did before. Yeah, use yeah, the just energy. Use the, yeah, but that's because of the dark void, though. See, this is this is where it gets kind of bad. Okay, well, it's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you want to land on your butt and take some damage, or do you want to? Uh, let's see. Might get corrupted, lose even more, or you know, take take like ten points of damage on my ass. You did, you did just make a decision, a big decision. Yeah, no. So I have to go. With that Eve gave Moore's you. Second. That gave yourself. Gave a part of yourself to Eve more. Exactly. So I am going to put my faith in Eve more and not use that rune. Okay. I'm gonna take damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. As you're falling. Like, wait, okay. Wait. Do I think I'm like gonna like. Like, am I gonna break my actual like ass here? <laughs> or is it like, <laughs> or is it like, like you know, like and like you know, you jumped on a uh, like jumped off a building, well, like a two story thing, and I like mean, you hurt your butt, kind of thing, or is it like you oh. don't know that there, you're not sure how how much gravity is on this asteroid. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a large asteroid, though, so mm-hmm. depending on the amount of gravity on it, it could if if it's not if it's not as as much of a gravitational pull, then it might not hurt as much as you as you might think. But you are going pretty quickly. Okay, so no, so based on my strategy check, I think this might actually hurt a decent amount. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's get. I'm just gonna forget everything I just said. Yeah. Let's go with the run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you you have a run on you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I an, still got. I think I got still still got two more uses. And you have that. a uh, you have runic missile or runic blast. Um, oh, I think it's Runic Missile, actually. Hold up, let me look. Yeah, Runic Missile. Okay, yeah, it's just the same thing as, like, shooting a gun. Yeah. So, um, I believe Runic Missile, if I'm, if I'm correct, you can shoot off of a number of shots equal to the rank. Um, well, it's rank five. Oh, yeah. Uh, Runic Missile. 
You shoot out a number of damaging beams equal to the ability's rank. Yeah, so five. Um, and yeah. there's talent. And you have talent, so it costs one charge to use all beams. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you do so. Uh, as you do so, it costs one charge on one of those runes. Mm-hmm. And you... It fires off. As it fires off... You don't hear those whispers. You don't feel the void come after you. And you feel yourself begin to slow down. And right as you're about to land and then you hit the ground, you do take... Eighteen points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, that's that's gonna hurt. It would have been a lot more. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you land and you feel yourself <clears throat> indent into this asteroid. The the commander looks over towards you. He's like, "You all right?" Yeah, yeah. I'm good. What about you? I'm good. Feels light here. But I can still feel some kind of pull towards the surface. Um, there are... I believe, I believe the, the camp is up ahead. And let's proceed. Roll me a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen, you say? Yes. You don't see anything. Okay, I'll stay. I'll stay close <laughs> to the commander. She begin to uh, head head off in the direction of the camp with commander as you're heading oh wait actually i want to use that uh, was it like guiding light or something oh you still have the guiding light uh, oh. on still okay because like you could just gonna, be like, like my path yeah i want to gonna... like i want to like use that to like kind of paint my path okay so you you kind of focus and then you see the light begin to appear in front of you and it begins to kind of kind of move forward through area and as it moves forward it stops and then it shifts over to the left and it begins to go that way away from where the commander is heading commander stop and the commander looks over it's like what's wrong I'm looking at the guiding light, and where what is it doing? It seems to be heading off in that direction. This way, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point to where the light's going. It was over like uh, Archon. The the base is over here. Yes, but Eve Moore is telling me to go this way. Uh, really? He looks around. 
he looks at you, he's like, All right, I trust you. Thank you. You begin to head out that way. <laughs> As you head in that direction, you roll me a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. As you head in that direction, you... It looks all homogeneous. Like the... The entire asteroid has just, you know, boulders that kind of come up like hills. There's some holes. Um, you hear the occasion. Well, you don't hear, actually. Uh, you don't hear anything. <laughs> but you do spot the occasional kind of. It looks like a figure that would come into your peripheral for a moment and then disappear as soon as you look over. Like there's something there. The commander says, walk on, stop. We're being tailed. I can sense it too. How many can you sense? I gather. Three. I don't think that it's the creature that we fought before, the Carver. I don't think it is. I think it's something else. Stay close to me, get in defense position. I'll make them out, and I'll fire upon them. Yes, Argon. You see, he stands close to you. Defensive form. Rolls pretty well. He gets into a defensive form. What do you do? do? I'm going to turn around, um, and can I actually end up seeing them? You cannot see them. You don't know where where they are, but you know that they're there. You're so you can try to fire off in different locations, but you'll have disadvantage. Okay, yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna fire five, and, like, I'm gonna aim, like, something, like, mostly in front, but, you know, a little spread out. Five runic missiles, all right. Um, Since it's the one charge, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. How, mu- how, how many uh, runes do you have right now? Uh, let me see. And how many charges charges on the rune do you have? Okay, so I have one charge left on the rune. And... I'm trying to find out how many... Let's see here. 
Well, if uh, you, you use that charge. Yeah, I, I know I have one charge left here, but. Okay, well then, you you use that charge. And in doing so. What level are you? You're, you're in level nine, right? Oh, um, no, I'm um, level... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's level nine. Sorry, I thought it was level ten. Yeah, level nine. Yeah, but you always just rank things up and not level up. It's because I want to make sure my character look is, you know, beefy before getting more of that potential. It's gonna reach its potential before going to its next. Yeah. Um. So, nine plus the rune's rank, which is five. Yeah, rank five. Rank five rune. So, 19 is the set. As you fire off five shots. One hit. Go ahead and roll a d12 plus 5, I believe. Or plus your runeforge bonus, I think. You said d12 plus runeforge? So it's going to be, yeah, yeah, so d12, because your runes rank is 5, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the runes rank is 5, and then, oh, no, it's it's just, it's just a d12 plus 5. Okay, got it. 12 damage. 12 damage? You've... It flies off. You see the... The different uh, missiles kind of just disperse the ones that missed, but then one goes into a hole, and then you hear... Well, you don't hear it. Sorry, you don't hear anything. <laughs> and, but you see a, a creature fly out. It looks like a serpent creature. You have read about these things. Go ahead and roll a lore check, please. Twenty-five. These are Celica. These are creatures that like to feed off of brain matter so yeah the more you know (laughs) as that happens though you see the others fly out and all begin to kind of like circle around each other and then dive bomb straight towards both of you roll me initiative please ten 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 Okay, well, you killed one of them. Caught. There we go. You see three more pop out. It seems like he was just one under the the amount that there that there were. Uh, 
and they go to dive bomb on you. <laughs> As they dive towards you, you see the commander jumps right in front of you. And as he goes to jump in front of you, he pulls out his his tech saber and gets right between it, its its mouth, and your head. (laughs) As you see it, its its jaws are clenching onto his tech saber as he pushes it off. That defensive form came in handy. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But the other two are going to try to attack you. Yeah, gonna try to attack you. Um, defensive form, please. Will do. Give me a sec. Uh, with disadvantage. Okay, but I crit. Okay, but still a disadvantage. Of course. Okay, wait, so disadvantage. Give me a sec. If I have a talent, just a minus one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so 27. 27. 18 plus 9. 27. Okay, yeah, you're able to parry off the first the first attack. The other one comes... Wait, riposte. Yes, but they're, they're both attacking at the same time, Dang so uh, <laughs> as that happens, roll me another defensive form. You might be able, to be able to repost them both if you want. So okay, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. This could be really badass. Just give me a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe that uh, that it also parries it. And as that happens, go ahead. Do you want to repost them course, both? Yeah. Okay. It only costs like one to do it because they're both doing it at the same time. No, you have to. You have to spend it twice. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, wait, sorry, I'm trying to remember how much this costs. Oh, wait, okay. Damn. Siron always just, like, comes in clutch with the Perry repost, Perry repost! Okay, so first one, we have a... 25 for the first one. 25 for the first one. You hit. 20 for the second. Uh, 20 for the second? Yeah. You miss the second one. Wait, wait. Actually, let me let me check one thing real quick. On repost. Is a skill. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot to roll the bonus. Yeah. I got, oh, I, I totally like, forgot to roll that. I was like, what the heck, man? Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. I was trying Why to roll the same so time. Low? Yeah. You oh, can yeah, add I the skills ranked die to, to oh, the yeah, attack yeah. roll if you have talent. You oh, have yeah, talent. Yeah, see, yeah. I forgot to do that. See, that explains everything. Oh wait, so then I'll just add these two for the first one. Okay. So, okay. So that that one already hit. So that one already worked. So okay. go ahead and re-roll. What is it? Is it a twenty? Is it a 20? 21. It's a 21? Yeah, no, it dodges out of the way. <laughs> it didn't even matter. It didn't matter. Well, barely dodges out of the way. Had you gone in a 22, you would have you would have hit it. 
But yeah, the first one, you're able to strike it. Go ahead and roll some damage. Okay, eleven. You added the. Uh, you added oh, no, the, the D twelve. Gotta add the D twelve. <laughs> I just freaking add the repost. That was still bad anyway. That was a two. Well, okay, well right. it doesn't matter. You okay. you okay. dislodge okay. its its head as you see uh, it falls off to the side. The other one you're able to par- parry out, out of the way, and you go to sw- swing at it again. Uh, the the other one with with the repost. But you see it is able to, to spin out of the way of you. Um, out of the way of your attack. And now... It is your commander's turn. Commander, uh, you see, with, with the, tech, the tech bite, he... he he puts it to the side and then and then swings around with his with his tech blaster and then <laughs> fires off a precision a precision attack. He hits, dealing. Let's see, tech blaster does a D ten. An additional D10. You see it straight into the neck of this thing, straight through. It begins to plummet, and as it plummets, it you see it fall into the asteroid, and then it kind of like bounces a little bit. And he looks around and like, looks like, looks like they're all gone. I want to roll a perception check just to be sure. All right. Uh, cocked. It's not. It's not. That looks cocked. You gotta. You gotta like get really close to it. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You gotta be from where my yeah. It, it, look it, it is. does yeah. look like it because I I see it on on here too when it gets cocked, but like it's just yeah. It's just that one corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So then that would. I'm be sorry. A... No. 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 It's all right. Um. Wait. What was I rolling? I totally forgot. A perception check. <laughs> uh. Fourteen. Fourteen. You look around. You feel like there's no more. All right. You see the light pulsating and then taking you over towards what looks like some kind of hole in the ground follow me commander and he follows you you head over to the hole the commander pulls out uh, his codex and then you see it turns on a, a flashlight 
shines the light through. And as you look around with that perception perception rule, you notice something on the ground. Footprints. Not not of the carver footprints though. Different kind of footprints. Can I roll like a check on that? Um do you have a survival knowledge? Out of all the knowledges I have, that is the only one, one of the only ones I do not have. Well then, um, you can roll a. You can roll an intellect check. Eighteen. You have no idea what this is. The footprints look kind of like scruffed to the side too, so they're not like very present. But you can tell that they're footprints. With the lights telling me to go in there. Yes. Okay, then we'll go. As you head down this path. It declines um, a bit until finally it reaches a dead end. The light, though, fades through it and then disappears. Okay, I'm going to put my hand on the wall. Put your hand on the wall? It's it's hard. Hmm. Oral perception check, is it just that dead end? Uh yeah, yeah. From what from what you see, and okay, I am going to try to forge a new rune since now that other one has no more charge in it. Okay, and so then this way I can use like a runic missile to like blow up that part of the wall. Okay, so um, you you don't have any influxes, do you? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I probably wouldn't. Okay, well, then you're gonna need to. A rune. So go ahead and roll me in a rune forge. Power form, please. The fun part is forging the runes. Forging the runes is good. Gotta find the rune forge. There it is. I crit again. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, what's the total? Um, 26. 26. How many charges do you want? Um. You cannot have four, you cannot have four or five. Uh, let's go three charges then. Um, you can have, if you do, if you do a charge three, then it will be. It'd only be a rank one. Okay, so charge two would be... Or you can use the Runeforge feet. Wait, do I have the Runeforge feet? Yes, that's what you get with the Runeforge power form. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
Oh yeah, yeah, one, yeah. I'll just use that. Okay, well, that that cost, it's a the feat is rank five, right? Um, let me double check real quick. With talent. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. feat is rank five, which means that uh, you you get a rank five rune with charge three. Yeah. Nice. I'll write that down. Yeah. So whenever whenever you go to forge a rune, the rank increases the set difficulty by six. Okay. Okay. And then the charge increases the set difficulty by three. Okay. Oh wait, actually, never mind. You could probably forge a. Sorry, sorry, I I, I misread my own writing. I I misread my own writing. <laughs> okay, so um, what, what happened? Sorry, uh, you you can. You can do uh, still use that to get the rank five, right? Um, the actual so three times five is fifteen. Yeah, so you can you can forge a a rank five charge five rune. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Why, why yeah. not? Um, you're doing void though, right? Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead and because uh, yeah, I want to know any other energies. Go ahead and roll me a discipline will check, please. Okay, disciples will. nines 29 29 <laughs> um as you forge the rune you hear as it f- begins to f- like forge out uh now i need to roll a discipline check for the commander okay he he succeeded um as he looks over he's like and you see he becomes mesmerized by you forging the rune and as that happens you finally forge the rune and it kind of floats down to your hand he looks over and he shakes his head is that the power that has been given to you it is I'm gonna aim the rune at the wall. Okay. And I'm gonna fire just one blast just to see like if I can like shoot through that. Okay. You you pull up the rune as it begins to hover right in front of your hand. You put your hand out almost like Iron Man. Um, <laughs> um but it the rune is hovering right there in front of you, and then you see it it begins to charge up. And you, you do a little hand motion to do the runic missile, and the rune fires off. Um, you use one charge, right? Um, to start with, yeah. Just no. so I know. If- you see, it goes and fires off five shots, and you see it. The the wall, a bit of rubble, kind of falls to the ground. 
Um, but roll me a perception check with advantage now. You have talent in it? No, I do not. Okay, so just just plus, plus one. one. Yeah. And it's a one. That one. Thirteen. <laughs> you suck at perception. <laughs> You're good at a lot of other things. Can't be good at everything, Matt. <laughs> you. It takes you a moment to look around. It almost for a second, you just seems like it didn't do anything, but you notice something. On the ground, the rubble. You go to pick it up. As you pick it up, you look on the on the other side of it. A little bit of residue, like familiar to you, metallic. It is Ritanium You think to yourself You're gonna need a lot more firepower To get through whatever this is And the ritanium from earlier, I left it on the ship. I don't have any ritanium on me, right? Yeah, you left it on the ship. Got it. Okay. Can I roll a religion check to see if I can like get like a better reading from the guiding light? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, guys. This is... I mean, this is suspenseful. <laughs> 17. 17? As you close your eyes and you focus on the guiding light, you... get the sensation that you you shouldn't... Maybe you shouldn't go in here, guns blazing, trying to break through here. You were brought here not for that reason, and you know that Ritanium is sentient. Oh, I'm going to try to talk to it. You can... You can... Yeah, I'm going to put my hand on the wall. Okay. Can you hear me? Roll an influence check, please. Got that high charm, right? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you got the high charm. I'm going to see if I have the charming feat as well. Yeah, I'm going to use my charming feat. Okay, okay, cool. (laughs) So that's another plus five, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's rank five, right? Yeah, Yeah, and I have a talent in it, so does that Uh, give me any? I believe it just, uh, if if it's charming and and it's regular charming, then it it works for just... um, just basic skills, but if it's but if you have talent in it, then you can do it for anything. I think any anything that that requires charm. Okay, charm cool. Check. Awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll just look it up, but roll, roll for now. 
Dude. Take a look. Siron. <laughs> Crit again. <laughs> this is Siron for you guys. <laughs> Last session was not like was not normal. It was abnormal. This is a normal Siron session. Whenever I play Siron, I tend to have really good rolls. This is one of those times except now we actually have it recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so what's the total on That's that? That's a thirty-three. Oh, okay. Yeah. That uh, mm-hmm. Okay. What do you say again? Can you hear me? You begin to feel this feeling that dives into your mind. You hear. Why you come to my home? Are you trespassing like the others? The others. The creatures that want to harness my power. Mine and my family's. I do humbly apologize for this. I think we have reached a misunderstanding. What misunderstanding? I was informed that there was a source here that we would be able to use to help power the ship to bring us to our destination. I was not aware that anything was living on this asteroid. Oh, now you are. Does that change your decision? It does. You get the sensation. A twitch in your mind. Does it? Evemore guided me here. Maybe... Maybe she wants the Ritanium. Maybe she wants me to take the Ritanium. Maybe she wants me to control the Ritanium. This feeling... It's twitching at your mind, and it's making you want to change your... Your thoughts. And you can't control it. And I'll pretend that it's about peace. Roll deception check, please. <sighs> can I? Oh yeah, can I just use my charm feed on this one too? Because that can use it in any form. Yeah, of charm yeah. Check. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but now you have, you'll have three more reuses. I feel like this qualifies as a use. Let's be honest. Yeah. I got an out one. 
Okay, so that is a uh, 22. A 22. Yes. Good thing you use that that charming, huh? I, oh, I'm not too sure that will save me against some ritanium. You lie. State your purpose here. To follow the will of my goddess. She has commanded that I must take this source. Guide my people to the next world. Colonize it. And then we can reach the next step of our destiny. Okay. Are you going to stand in my way? Roll an intimidation check. our way. Roll an intimidation check. (laughs) They're forcing me, man. They're forcing me. I love this. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to use the charm thing again. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, then... (laughs) That's what it's used for. Thirty. Thirty. As you coerce this ritanium. You don't quite know if your words got through to it. You look back at the commander, and the commander's like, What is going on? I'm waiting for a response. Get in defensive position just in case. You see gets in a defensive position as suddenly the wall opens up and inside is a shining bright light turquoise everywhere and you hear who is your goddess Eve Moore. Enter. You walk inside. And Commander follows inside. As a Commander follows inside, the The entryway closes. <laughs> the commander looks over and you see he you hear like Doof. He checks his codex. Archon. Yes, Commander. The atmosphere in here is breathable. He looks around, and then you see a 
coming out of the ground. A metallic figure stands up tall. Your height, exactly. But it is turquoise with no facial features, no actual features on its body except for the fact that it is. It looks as and has your body structure. And then it glides towards you, not moving its feet, but just sliding straight towards you. And you hear in your head, Welcome, Siron, to my home. Where are my people? Your people are on my sibling. They have been attacked by the other creatures. And can you help me with this? On one condition. And what would that be? If you plan to use force against me and my family, if we stand in your way, all I ask is that my family be spared and you can take the resources from my home. And help me drive these critters out of my family's domain. All I want is enough resources just to get my ship and my people to the planet we need to arrive to. We will not drain your resources. And for your cooperation, I promise you... We will kill those critters, those creatures, those perversions of beings. They do not deserve to exist in Evemore's world. Then we are in agreement. He nods to you. And you see... He spins around and then fades back in. I will begin the cleansing. In doing so, you leave this chamber. Now that you have found an ally, you rise through the cavern that you found yourself in, back up to the surface of the asteroid. The commander gets in contact with the spec op. 
he informs Spec Ops of the plan to drive these Carvarians out of this asteroid field and then mine the resources off of only the eighth asteroid leaving the rest to be free And that's where we'll end this session. I thank you for listening to Dusk vs. Dawn. With each entry, we explore deeper aspects of the turmoil within the Core Realms. I hope you are listening carefully as we get closer to the climax of Evemore's will. Also, if you want to be reborn yourself, you can subscribe as a Chosen to access Chosen Creation and exclusive Codex entries. Until next time, travelers. Be safe. Stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.